This podcast is sponsored by Lucy Pet and Equus Grooming Products. Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Doc Halligan Unleashed with the one and only Joey Villani. And today is, is my favorite guest we've had in both seasons. Can you guess who it is, Joey Villani? Well, only because I know who it is, which is great because <laughs> I haven't seen or spoken to her for so long. And um, I look forward to it because she's always wonderful to talk to. And um, and she actually, she came to our grooming conference um, a couple of years ago and spoke. So Oh, and that is Dr. Rachel Jones. Yay! Hello. Hello. Hi, guys. How are you? <laughs> Good. So... You're you're in the desert now, right? I am. I'm in the wow. desert of Joshua Tree, Yucca Mesa. Wow. What, what what's that like living out in the desert? It's very peaceful and relaxing. Stars and meteor showers. Is that where the Joshua Tree um is? You live near there? Because I was supposed to go to that 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 state park, and then I never did. I did a seminar on Palm Springs, and everyone went, and then I I regretted that I didn't go. Yeah, next time you're here, I'm like ten minutes away. Really? Okay. Wow. I wish I, I wish I would have known that. I wish I would have known that. Joshua Tree. It's one of my favorite albums by you two. So, <laughs> what? Doctor Jones is is kind of starting over out in the desert. You know, she she built that hugely successful practice at Marina Vet, and then decided to trying to change the lifestyle and she's starting over there so dr jones uh what now you you graduated from vet school when i graduated in 1999 from tuskegee university okay and at that time what did you want to practice at that time i wanted to be a neurologist wow <laughs> did you ever know that <laughs> i no. wanted to do a neurology residency at davis with lacuda Wow, who who is one of the best. And so isn't it funny how life, did you ever think you'd end up be doing alternative medicine, energy medicine, holistic medicine? No, I want to do neuro, neurology and neurosurgery and possibly go back to New York. And here I am on the top of a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> You're the furthest probably spot away in the country from New York. Oh, I know. <laughs> You're going the wrong way, Dr. Jones. Stop. Yeah. Turn around. But there's a lot of New Yorkers out here, you know. I know what the weather. The weather I mean how could how could you not? So I have a question for you. How scary was it going from a successful practice to starting over? I mean, was it scary for you? Were you just like, okay, I'm I'm ready to do this? Yeah, I'm ready to do this, but now it's kind of setting in. Cause my little honeymoon period is over. It, it's it's like sometimes I think, how did I even do it before? And now I have to start again, but on a smaller scale. Do you see different things um, with pets? Just like moving geographically, like going from the city to the desert. Do you see different like um, things that wouldn't be as common that are now common? Um, you know. Yeah. Well, actually, I've never dealt with a rattlesnake bite as a doctor, as a nurse, when I was a technician, cause I was a tech for 12 years. So as a tech, I did a rattlesnake, but I do a lot of snake bites. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm getting, I used to be scared of snakes and now I'm like, I'm okay. I have a little 
snakes on my property and that we have an agreement that they can stay as long as like we don't see each other. So in in this the six well the two years that I've been here I've seen like two snakes, the all good snakes like gopher snake. Mm-hmm. Red so I know wow. snakes now. So rattlesnake bite how. Like how quick do you got? Do I have to get my dog there? If my dog gets bit by a rattlesnake now, how much time do I have to get my dog to you before I have a major problem? Pretty fast. Okay, so there's no timeline, obviously. Just get them there quick. Yeah, because they swell up. It all depends. Most of the time, they're running to emergency because I'm not necessarily doing emergencies. Mm-hmm. All the time. a lot of times this happens during the day. And I'm not doing anti-venom. I don't have anti-venom. Sometimes they have to get referred. But um, I'm doing a lot of homeopathy and it's been working. So, so Dr. Jones, um, for our, our listeners, tell them uh, what is actually the difference between Western medicine and Eastern medicine or homeopathy and traditional? Just so that, because I don't think a lot of people understand the difference. Okay, so... Um, The holistic medicine is more looking at the, instead of symptom treating, looking at the whole picture. And then there's different modalities of holistic medicine. So you could do Chinese medicine that involves herbs. You can do um, nutritional medicine where you're using whole foods, kind of um, taking the whole whole individual and not just addressing one symptom because really that one symptom is the result of other problems in the in the organism in the animal or person and tell me is was there a a moment in your uh, life where you just said i want to i want to explore other avenues how did it come about your strong interest in homeopathy It started when I had an eye problem and it was a recurrent eye problem. And I was looking for every option to heal it because the Western approach, the surgery wasn't necessarily the the complete answer. So I started looking into different modalities, Um, supplements to support my, you know, the nutrition, changing my diet, doing frequency medicine, Anything, when you start losing your vision, you'll do anything to get better. And the Western wasn't the solution to everything, but, you know, modern medicine saved my eye, right? The silicone surgery. So there's a nice blend of the two. Uh, uh, What should I say? A, um, A realistic perspective of when to integrate the Western medicine so you don't lose the patient. And then build the patient up with the with the with the holistic medication being whatever it is. But the but I just wanna um you know distinguish between holistic and homeopathic because they get intertwined and they're two different things because holistic medicine, homeopathy would be a subcategory of the holistic medicine, right? So we'll be underneath that. And that's a whole can of worms in a sense. So that's very interesting. So something traumatic that happened to you triggered 
you thinking, wow, I wonder if they could, this could help animals. Yes. And then I started, I think I started, although I did it so much just because of the ethics of it all, but with shark cartilage in a, in a dog, when I was at practice after my internship, I was in practice and I, the dog, the, the pain meds weren't working. So I was reading something and I tried the dog on shark cartilage and it like changed him. So it really got me interested in that. And then it just kind of took off from there. You know, I like what you said um, about integrating both medicines, because I think there's so many people that they're just on one end of the spectrum or the other. And they they a lot of them don't want to co-mingle. And it's funny because... I, you you are um, um, one of very few people that I've heard say that, and I've always believed that you know just don't I don't know why I believe it, but I just believe that sometimes you need both things to bring it together in order to, you know to to resolve the problem. So I'm actually glad that you said that. Yeah, you do because see what happens is you start going when you see what can happen with the holistic. You can, myself included, has happened. You can kind of get lost in that. You see a lot of miracles and you expect a lot of miracles, but sometimes you don't always get a lot of miracles and you have to have some discernment because, you know, homeopathy was started, what, 1800s, 1700s? I mean, having like the best success with the Spanish flu, they lost less than 10% with homeopathy, but- we're not living in the 1700s and there are advancements that can help you get there. So I think there's a, a, a challenging discernment to when to bring it in and not think it's going to ruin your whole case, right? Because if it's not working, it's not working and yours it is, is going to work when it's, if you have the right thing. And I think we don't give the body enough credit to know what to do because it knows what to take from everything. Are they teaching holistic medicine to medical students and or veterinary students? I think they're starting to teach certain things. Um, I know that in my school now there's a, at Tuskegee, there's now a holistic veterinary medical association, a student chapter. And that wasn't the case when I was in school. Because when I was in school, I started the student chapter for emergency medicine. That was another thing I liked too. And right then and there, you definitely have to integrate both ends of Western. And you can't poo-poo the diagnostics. No matter what you practice, the diagnostics are, are, are critical. Do you get a lot of, um, and, and I'm just asking this question because I know with medical doctors, sometimes the person that wants to talk holistic, they almost get shunned out of their community. Um, does the same thing happen with, with veterinary medicine? I mean, are, are you are there certain people that just doctors that just say, you know what, that's mumbo jumbo and and I, I don't even want to discuss it. Is it? Yes. 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 And how how do you feel about that? How do you I mean, that would that would get me so angry. If it would, that would get me angry because, I mean, if you're seeing results. How do you, how do you argue results? That's what I don't understand. I know. Well, people have to have an open mind. And if they don't, then it's like, what can you do? So you just have to, you just have to let it go. And when people want to, um, uh, 
learn about it than they do. And they could do little by little. There's certain things. I mean, it's hard enough just dealing with the diet. I mean, that seems pretty basic, but people are pretty fixated on that too. I have to share, I have to share a story quick. It's a short one. Joey Herrick, who Dr. Jones knows very well, is our sponsor. And I mentioned that you were coming on and he said, tell her my brother muscle tested one of his patients. He is a, uh, a psych psychologist and he does hypnotherapy. Muscle tested one of his patients who was bedwetting, found out from the muscle testing that he was low on vitamin D, put him on vitamin D and that he's not wetting the bed anymore. See? See? You don't, so, I love the muscle. You have, you, have to, you have to explain that because the first time I saw the wand about 25 years ago, I saw a vet doing a wand. I went, oh, Hey now, um, and then I never experienced it until I saw Dr. Jones doing muscle testing. It's amazing. It's amazing you're saying this because I'm going to give you a backstory here, but this has nothing to do with pets. M my girlfriend, Christine, psoriatic arthritis, has a host of, of autoimmune disease. She went the holistic route. That's what the doctor did, muscle test. She told me about it, and I'm going, get out of here. But she responded so unbelievable to the muscle testing to pinpoint things that it it, it, it actually blew my mind, um, to, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. So Dr. Jones, please explain to our listeners, because I, I would say the majority probably do not know what muscle testing means. So the muscle testing is applied kinesiology. So basically you're using it's really about intention, really, right? Intention is everything, okay? And that's a lot to wrap your head around anyway. But you're going to certain pressure points or acupuncture points with the intention of looking at different parts of the body and different organs and getting yes and no answers. However you get those, there's multiple ways to muscle test. So you have to find your way that works for you. And you're, you're getting a yes or a no, so a weak or a strong. And it's basically using the body's innate ability to determine what's good for them or not. And so people like poo-poo it a lot or think it's kind of like way out there. But the thing is this, is that when you get a cut, you don't think, oh no, how am I gonna heal? You trust your body's innate ability to heal that cut or that bruise or that swelling, okay? Mm -hmm. And you're doing the muscle testing to get pretty much yes or no answers and asking very, getting more and more detailed about the questions. So you can go to the area of the liver with the intention of asking, is the liver weak or strong? And then depending on what technique you're using, then you're checking to see what kind of stressors are on different parts of the body and you're looking at and those stressors will be chemicals fungus heavy metals parasites virus and bacteria so you'll get a yes or a no you'll determine what or what stressors are affecting like say that liver for example and then you'll test certain products that you could use to flush say fungus and chemicals out and then you'll put them on that supplement for a period of time. And then you'll clear those 
those stressors out and restore the health because some of those, um, the belief is that at least with nutritional response testing, which may be what your, your girlfriend did, is that those stressors are keeping your body from functioning at an optimal level. And if you clear them out and detoxify them and they go away, then your health is restored. It's amazing because with her, it was a, a, a pushing down of the arms. And if that was the yes or no, and she did it with me as well, because she started um, having her, the, her doctor uh, um, actually showing her how to do it. But it's funny, everything that you're saying, and, and again, I know we're getting off track here, but I did a liver cleanse. And that was one of the most, because I passed about 200 stones during the process of the liver cleanse on my first one and I didn't believe it I did not believe it you know and and she, and she said okay it's gonna take a lot out of you which she did but um I should be doing it more often I only did it the one time which I should be doing it at least once a month but um it it, it it's funny um dr Jones because a lot of it I I was always very much into um you know, homeopathic and, and, and different ways of, of, of cleaning out my body. And and we at least have choices. It's unfortunate you don't see that many veterinarians, at least in the New Jersey area. I know people that have asked me, and, and there was only one place um, called the Red Barn that um, that, that, that um, was, um, you know, a um, homeopathic doctor. And um, you just don't see. We, 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 we. I wish there were more veterinarians out there that actually, um, you know, studied it and, and gave us that alternative for our pets. Yeah. No, I know. There's a there's the holistic veterinary medical association, so you could always look somebody up in your area. But I'm hoping in this this um, in my ranch that I have is I'm setting up a classroom so that maybe I can host some events and teach the vets other options so they can integrate it so that they can, you know, provide, you know, provide other options in addition to the Western medicine. That would be wonderful. Yeah. Oh yeah. A little retreat. People could just come out and it's a great, it's great. And you know, Dr. Jones is, you're very humble, but I mean, you really are on a, on a genius level as far as, your ability, you know, I, when I started working for you 15 years ago, I mean, I was, you're just, you're so smart. And, and so having someone that's as such a good doctor going into this, I think is really great because it, it adds credibility to you because you are such a good doctor and you care more than anybody I've ever met. Um, I remember when she had to, she had to put a dog down one time and and she was in there 45 minutes with this this lady. And and I just thought, wow, that's so compassionate that you care that much to spend that much time with her. Because it's, you know, it's hard to have to do that. But most of the time we're just blocked out for, you know, 15 minutes. And, you know, we go in and we talk and we do it. Um, so you're, you're really, um, I, I'm just so happy that you're going on and doing the holistic because I think, like Joey said, there's such a need. There is not enough veterinarians out there. And I've seen Dr. Jones do the miracles. And even her chiropractic. I mean, she does the chiropractic adjustments. Cats that wouldn't jump up on the counter, 
the clients will be like, oh, my cat's jumping up on the counter now. And dogs that couldn't walk are running around like puppies. So I've seen it work firsthand. Dr. Jones, do you have, and you probably have many, but do you have one success story that always like sticks out and say, you know, um, that was probably one of the greatest, greatest stories that, um, you know, of, of helping a pet and, and, and their owner recover. Do you have one that sticks out that you could share with us? Oh yeah, I have a few, but, um, the one, the one that was the most important to me was this dog named Billy. And it, it was, um, a dog that came at like, I don't know. I think she was like nine years old and she had heart disease and they said, she's not going to live for six months. And this owner, it also is the owner too, because you have to get this stuff into them and you have to believe. And some people like they do it for four days a week and they're like, oh, this isn't working. No, no, this owner was committed and she gave all the supplements. And sometimes, you know, it can be a lot and it changes. And she trusted the whole process. And we, we like detox that dog. She was on heart medication. Okay. So it's not like you can get them off the heart meds there are certain times you have to keep animals on certain medications, but you can increase the quality of life. So she gave the supplements. I saw her every month for many months and then everything was clear on the dog. She'd come in when certain things happened. She had a cardiologist. And in fact, I did some muscle testing on that dog. I said, something's not right with the bladder. And she was on the way to the cardiologist. And the cardiologist ended up getting a urine sample and she had a bladder infection. Wow. Wow. The point was that she, the dog lived till she was 15 years old. Oh, wow. Look at yeah. that. But you brought up a good point is the there's such a owner compliance with the holistic. It's not come in, give them a shot and you never see them again. Even the questionnaire they have to fill out is, um, a lot, right? Yep. And and you have to you have to do the follow up and you it's not going to be a quick fix. And if you want a quick fix, then you have to just do other things. And at the end of the day, the quick fix is fixing the surface of the problem. It's cleaning the bedroom by sticking everything in the closet. Oh, that's that's a great analogy. Say that Wait, say that again. Say that again. I said it's cleaning the room by to putting all the mess in the closet. So what happens when you have in the closet? So we're pretty much cleaning the closet out, you know? So we're cleaning everything now. Because, and it's true, it's like the car. When something goes off on a car, it affects everything else. And it's the same thing, like you're talking about whole body medicine is, is the skin problem is related to other things in the animal, their liver, their kidney, their eyes, their ears. Their, it's all related. That's why that medicine has worked for how many years? I know a long time. Thousands, right? Yep. And, and with skin, it's always another problem. Skin is never the primary issue. Skin is always a symptom of another problem. So in my book, the suppressing the skin problems is like asking for a problem because mm -hmm. it's stuffing it back inside. Wow. Okay. I never thought of it that way. So you're just, you're just keeping your, your, 
you're solving one problem, but you're killing something else. Yeah, because it's kind of like asking the kid. It, it's like, this is what I tell the clients. It's like asking the kid, oh, tell me how you feel. And then when they tell you, you don't want like what you're hearing, you tell them to shut up. So what do you want? You want them to talk or you, you don't want them to talk? So when the, the skin is the body saying, trying to auto-regulate itself and, and get something to the surface so it can leave and detoxify it. And then it, you push it back down. And then the liver's like, wait, I was trying to get you out of here. You're back. Okay, I'm going to keep you. And then it holds on to it. Then next thing you know, three years later, there's a liver mass. Wow. Okay. I never never thought of it that way. I, that, that, and, and, and it's, you know, when you say it, it's like common sense. And And the thing is that there's different modalities and there's different things for different animals to heal. And the problem is that the difficulty is figuring out which, and you can muscle test them, which is going to be the best because every animal doesn't need herbs. And, you know, you have an herbalist and they think everything could be fixed with herbs. You do a homeopath, you think everything could be fixed with homeopathy. It can't because sometimes the disease state has passed a certain point of repair. So you need to, that's when you definitely need to integrate good food, whatever nutrition you can, detoxing, but then you have to bring in the Western medicine. Otherwise, you're going to lose the animal early. Like why not incorporate things that we have? And I've kind of gone through the spectrum as Doc knows, you know, I learn one thing and I, I, I kind of, I know I get carried away with one thing. I learn what I can and then I have to back out of it and bring in the other stuff. And I feel like I've finally gotten to the point where, you know, I can see what I need to do from the Western point. If we can get away with no Western medication um, and what other things you can bring in to get the longevity that people want, because this is like their kids. You know, the animals, it's such the human-animal bond, you know. I mean, do you, Dr. Jones, do you believe that if when people are sick, that they transfer that to the pets at all? Or Absolutely. I mean because think about it. How many animals, how many clients have you seen that they're like, oh, my, I'm hypothyroid. Oh, I have diabetes. Oh, I have cardiomyopathy. Mm -hmm. So that brings in a whole other that brings in a whole other podcast right there because I've had, I do a lot of, you know, I'm into my frequency medicine and the Bicom and Jinsen Jitsu. And so um, there was a case that I had where this dog had a, a mass on the neck of the bladder and they wanted to start chemo on the dog. And we muscle tested it and found that it was fungal. So I put that dog on one, one product. And then it was the older lady. And I told the lady, well, hey, you can do Jinsen Jitsu on the dog. So the lady did an hour twice a day of Jinsen on the dog. And let me tell you, they CT'd it, they ultrasounded, and the mass was gone. Now, if she doesn't keep up with it, is it going to come back? I don't know. I haven't followed up. But, but, but illness and cancers are also like energy blocks. And there's a lot of self-help that you can do. But people, again, they have to, it, it takes a lot of time. And some people don't even, you know, don't want to put in the time because they've never experienced results. But when you experience results, especially with Jin Shin Jitsu, 
right? It's a Japanese energetic healing art where you touch certain places and you get energy flow. It's incredible because I do two hours a day, every day. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's, I mean, are you going to offer that? So tell us a little bit about this retreat, your idea that, that you have going forward, starting over, um, and how people can, can stay in touch with you. So I'm working on the build out right now. Right now I'm just working out of my mobile van. Like half the week I'm working out of the mobile van where I do dentistry, chiropractic, and, you know, consultations, holistic consultations. Yeah. And then, um, then and the other part, I'm doing a lot of wellness coaching now, right? So if you're an animal that's been diagnosed, I go over blood work, I do functional medicine. And so I go over the blood work and I add other things that could help and work with other veterinarians all over. Mm -hmm. And the, the workshop that I have is, you know, I have the three acres and I have, um, I'm working on getting some, some little cabana type situations. I have an RV set up, but I have a workshop where, um, I can offer teaching and training. So I'm going to offer different things there. Wow. That's great. I kind of want like to have an Airbnb for veterinary care where you can come relax in Joshua tree, peaceful, take a break. I can do the procedure on your animal. And then you're right there with your animal again, once it's over with. I like that. Cause it's a win-win because you can relax. And then, um, you, it, it's, you can get a break too. Brilliant. Can we just come out or we have to bring our pets? Come out. Okay. You should come and do a podcast from here. Yeah, well, I'm, uh, my sister and I are coming out in April. I've never been out there. She's invited me a number of times, but uh, we're excited to come out in April. Her son is in chiropractic school. Joey, did you ever meet Eric? I never met Eric. Oh, great guy. And so he's coming out with how many, how many kids? He's coming with 20. Okay. Wow. He's coming with 20. His fraternity, part of his fraternity, chiropractic fraternity is coming out. Good for you. That sounds like it'll be fun. Yeah. So they're doing like a, they're doing their own thing. So they're really like my test run. We're going to have come and cook. You know, I have a professional kitchen that they're making, they're doing. So that we cook and feed and, and. uh, Well, I think with COVID, I think uh, a lot of things have shifted. Priorities have shifted to family, uh, slowing it down. Uh, I think it's a perfect opportunity to launch what you're launching. Well, Dr. Jones, we'll have you back for part two to talk about energy medicine. Uh, but in the, how can people get a hold of you now if they want to reach out? Well, I'm available. I'm still working on my website. Okay. Um, I'm available Marina Vet Mobile and the the website is going to be marinavetmobile.com. Okay. And it's also going to be under me drracheljones.com and my phone number for the business is 424-750-1000. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming on and uh we're going to have you back for sure. And I, I can't wait to see you in April. Yeah, I can't wait either. Thank you. 
next week with more free vet advice. And, you know, we're pretty entertaining, aren't we, Joey? I think so. I definitely think so. And make sure that you like and share. That's, that's really important. And give us questions. We want questions. We want to know what you want us to talk about. So you can email your questions to Doc and Joey Unleashed at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.